Yeah, well, thank you for joining us. Um, uh, we're coming into Culture Corner, so we are, and I'm joined in studio by Nivran Shu, indeed. And uh, Nivran and his colleagues are um, giving free meditation classes, and we're looking at yoga as well uh, today in the Westside Resource Centre. Nivran Shu, good morning to you. How are you today? Good morning, Keith. I'm good. How are you? Good. Thanks for joining us uh, today. You give me your time free of charge. Um, and you have a meditation class. So we'll talk about yoga in a moment and the, and the benefits of that. Uh, but it's free medication and yoga classes in Gola, 7 o'clock in, tonight in the Westside Resource Centre. Why do you do this, can I ask you? Yeah, so we've, uh, I've been doing this for quite a few years now and have personally benefited quite a lot from meditation. Yeah. So personally, I, I'm doing a PhD, so that can be uh, very mentally involving. It can be very taxing and I know people work very hard. So you need something to relax yourself and get that peace of mind within and, and and I think that's what meditation and yoga does. Um, Absolutely. It it kind of takes you away from that. I mean, a PhD, what are you doing the PhD in? So it's in artificial intelligence. Good Lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't make life easy for yourself. Yes. What am I going to do with you at all? Um, but then to, to escape from that, then this, this this is respite, again, away from the stresses of life. Yes, absolutely, yes. And then it's not only, not only just for students or for... Uh, Anybody can do it, so it's very easy to do. Mm-hmm. So, and when we talk about meditation, uh, it's uh, it's not about doing something actually, and not doing some poses or chanting something. It's actually being in a state, and we call that state thoughtless awareness. So, it's thoughtless awareness. Yes, exactly. So, it's getting to that state when you achieve that silence within. So, you mm-hmm. don't have any thoughts at that point. How do you get to that point? Because I've, I've tried meditation in the past and my biggest issue with meditation was my issue, it's my fault, is that I don't slow down long enough. Yeah, <laughs> no, that, that's, to, that's all right. For it to work. Yeah, so because what we... I'll be thinking about you or I'll be thinking about maybe I should pick up that on the way home or maybe the office is looking for me or where's my mobile phone? Mm-hmm. So how do you get to the point where you actually stop? Yes, so in Sahaj Yoga meditation, what we do is... To basically get to that state of meditation, we awaken an energy inside of us. So every human being has an energy called the Kundalini. And it's a feminine energy, it's a mothering energy. So every human being has that within them. And when this Kundalini energy is awakened, it's placed at the base of the spine, in the sacrum bone. So when this energy is awakened, that's when you get to that state of thoughtless awareness. That's when you are in meditation. Meditation has nothing got to do with hypnosis. No, not at all. So I just want to clarify yes. that, yeah. So, yeah. but it's to get to that point then, you're saying that uh, then you make the impact. Yes, so when the Kundalini awakening happens, you get in that state of thoughtless awareness. So you don't have any thoughts, you are there in the present moment because all your thoughts, they are either from your past or from your future because you are thinking about things that have happened in your life or you are planning about your future but never really in the present moment. So when that happening takes place, you are really in the present moment at that point. And can I ask you, how do you, you know, so if somebody goes for the first time tonight, um, again, from a yoga point of view, you do that on chairs, so there's no major heavy exercises or putting your legs behind your head or otherwise? No, not at all. No. So, yeah, we, you can do it sitting on the ground, you can do it sitting on chairs, you can actually do it sitting outside, you can do it in the park, or standing in the ocean, so there's no restrictions or but you no... you give them the skills to do that? Yes, absolutely. Wherever yes. they are? Yes. And how long does it take to teach them about what you've just outlined to me? So, 
the kundalini awakening that that happening can happen spontaneously so the word sahaj actually means spontaneous so sahaj yoga is basically achieving that spontaneous self realization so different religions across the world have talked about uh, getting that realization or getting that second birth or getting that enlightenment mm-hmm. and with sahaj yoga meditation you can actually achieve that and can you teach anybody to get to that spot yes that's that's exactly right so sahaj yoga meditation was started by shri mata ji shri mata ji nirmala devi so she started uh, in 1970 and she was the first one to open the crown chakra so some of your listeners might be aware about the chakra system and the the seventh chakra which is at the top of the head it's called the crown chakra or the sahasrara chakra she was the one who opened that and that enabled to you know achieve this on mass because in the olden times it used to be very difficult to get to that state of meditation like you said to have the to stop the thoughts from rising and falling every second but it, it just shows so you can uh, and i'm talking to, to nivrans shu here again the event is on tonight 7:00 in um, the westside resource center but it just shows so that you can control the brain yes absolutely yeah and, and i also the brain controlled us no <laughs> Well that's yeah that's an interesting discussion <laughs> but yeah, yeah if if I again uh talk a little bit more about sahaj yoga is so when when this awakening happens or when you get that experience you can actually feel that on your hands as a cool breeze so you can feel the state of your chakras of your energy centers on your own hands so that's a very great advantage of doing sahaj yoga is you can diagnose yourself your the state of your chakras and once you become a master of it you can also help out other people and you can teach them you can feel the state of their chakras on your hands so this is something very special very special knowledge indeed here um what do you say to the non believers and say that we're talking a load of you know what uh, today but you have proven this yes so what i would say is that you come in with an open mind and you try it out so all our classes they are free to attend we don't charge any money you can join us this evening at 7 pm or any any thursday and you can try this out you can experience it yourself if you feel the cool breeze on your hands on top of your head and you can then judge it for yourself so you can take it you can go in with an open mind like a scientist and just treat it as a hypothesis that whether it's working or not and then you can prove it to yourself mm It's a good way of putting it. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> a very good way of putting it. So rather than ah, that whole cause focus stuff, go in with an open mind and get stuck into it uh, from there. And do you, um, you say you're practicing this for quite a while now. Is there a good following in Galway for this? Yeah, so in Galway we started in 2022. So we've been in Westside Resource Centre for more than one year now. Mm-hmm. And we've had people come in joining uh, every week. So usually we get around 10 people every week. sometimes a f- fewer sometimes a bit more so and again can i ask and for, forgive me if i'm asking questions that are stupid no no that's all right mean, and i'm not in I'm being any way offensive but is there a religious aspect to this um not not really mm. because the thing is that everything is within us and so it's only opening that yeah, up to exactly, us yeah exactly yeah so you you're opening it up to yourself really exactly yeah so we only have, you can do it for yourself and only i could do it for myself exactly yeah i cannot force it on you because you have the free choice within you so i cannot force this onto you 
Yeah. That's why I said that you have to come in with an open mind. What's your definition of an open mind? Like if you have any biases within yourself or if you already think that oh it's not going to work or if you already have some mental projections about something then it's not going to work because as i said we we try and achieve that state of thoughtlessness so we try and go beyond the mental projections and then we get into that state of thoughtless awareness mm-hmm. when you when you are really in the present moment at that point so no thoughts and you mm-hmm. achieve that peace within It's the second person I'd say in less than a week that has said to me um you have to live in the moment. <laughs> that's 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 very good advice. <laughs> live in the moment. Yes. Not not what you did yesterday. Not what you're going to do today. Not what you're going to eat at lunchtime today. Just live in the moment talking to you right now. Yes. It's an interesting conversation we're having though, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> And how do you how do we get get it more out to people that does this improve mental health? Yeah yeah so again we'll talk about talk more about this in our classes and we use different techniques for balancing the chakras for balancing the system within so we use we can use different affirmations we can use different sounds we use different mantras and we also use the natural elements so mm-hmm. we use techniques using water or using a candle which represents the fire So we make use of different elements because we are ourselves made of elements. Mm. It really is. So you're in the Westside Resort Centre from seven o'clock tonight. So if they park near the Westside Church, there wouldn't that be a? Is that where the Westside Resort Centre is? Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, so it's on the Seamus Cork Road. Seamus Cork Road. So yeah. it's near the. It's across the road from the library and yes. the church. Yes. And you would suggest what time should they get there for about ten to seven tonight? Yeah, yeah. We start at seven p.m. and then we finish at about eight p.m. Attire and clothing to wear tonight. That's that's. All right, you can wear anything. That's no just, restriction on that. Just wear clothes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> He said I didn't have to, so they'll come in with very little on them. Yeah. Uh, keep in contact with us, and uh, thanks to you for joining us. Uh, Never and Shu indeed joining us uh, today. Further details can be had if you want to go along to the Westside Resort Centre. So pull in and park responsibly behind the. Um, in and around, just around the library there, that general area, as well, signposted from there, the Westside Resource Centre. Good luck with it, and thanks yep. indeed. Let us know how you get on. If you get Thank extra you. numbers tonight, uh, we we hope that people will go along and just take that time out uh, from there. Quick commercial break, we're back just after these. Comment lines are all open. Welcome to Ars Protect with me, John Morley. Coming up on the program today, we look at Calmore Abbey's move to biofuel with their CEO, Connor Coyne. If you want to get a comment into the program, you can do it on our text and WhatsApp number. That's 086-383-553. Phone reception on 0917700077. Email arsprotect at goibayfm.ie. If you want to get more information on this initiative by IBI and Commission Amon, you can do so on arsprotect.ie, where you can take the ecological footprint calculator. All this plus lots, that's more coming up on Ars Protect.
and a very good morning to you. Welcome into today's programme. Delighted to say I'm joined in the studio by Connor Coyne, who is Kylemore Abbey's CEO. Connor, good morning. Good morning, how are you? Thank you for joining us on Ars to Protect. And there was some great news in Kylemore Abbey recently there, just last month, as he had this historic Connemara landmark uh, going green. Kylemore Abbey takes strides towards sustainability. Talk to us about the partnership you've developed there in terms of going more sustainable in Kylemore Abbey. Yeah. Hi, how are you? Yeah, so um, in Kylemore Abbey, I suppose we're in a never-ending journey to be more um, ecologically aware, more environmentally friendly and continuing our path in terms of sustainability. Um, last month, we, um, we, we, we moved, that on, moved that on a little step further by um, transitioning our heating for our world-famous neo-Gothic church and for our, our three buses on the estate, we transitioned those to um, hydrogenated vegetable oil, or HVO for short. And for us, that's a huge step forward in terms of um, cutting down by, by approximately uh, 90% our carbon footprint from the operation of these. And in, in, there has been a transition to some to, uh, across the country to HVO in terms, of, in terms of buses in some instances, but it's a major transition to actually go for, um, for, for a heating solution for a major iconic building as well. So for us, not only is it important in terms of our, our carbon footprint on the estate, but more importantly, I think it's, it's an opportunity for us to um, model behaviour and per- perhaps educate the over half a million visitors that come to Kylemore each year on operating um, a major estate in a very sustainable manner. Because um, I suppose we're all pushing towards more sustainable solutions. Does it also help your pockets as well or are you taking a hit to be more sustainable? Well, I suppose um, anyone who's watching current affairs at the moment and particularly the geopolitical issues across the world would be aware that the price of oil, um, the price of diesel, petrol, etc. fluctuates hugely and has done so really since COVID. Um, So the move to HVO in general is probably about a 10% uplift in terms of cost. But from time to time, when the price of oil oil goes up, it actually nearly nearly breaks even. But in terms of a ten percent uplift in terms of cost for us, it's an investment worth making because um, we believe that it's incumbent on us all to 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 do whatever we can to uh, lessen our carbon footprint. And furthermore, I think what's important to say about hydrogenated vegetable oil or HVO, it's not an end goal in itself. It's not the uh, it's not the ultimate solution. It it's a transition towards um, even more sustainable models in the future, whether that would be hydrogen cell or or electric or whatever the case may be. Um, for us to go electric with our buses is just a step too far in terms of cost. I mean, you'd be looking at about half a million a bus and that's that's probably something that's a, a little bit too far for us at this stage. But it's a very good first step in terms of kind of getting 90% of the, the way there at 10% extra cost. And you're in a beautiful part of the county as well, immersed in nature. I know this is part of a wider sustainability push you're doing there in Conrad Very much so, actually. Um, uh, we, we have a number of different initiatives um, which all come together towards being part of that, that sustainable um, ethos that we have in Kylemore, which is very much influenced by the Benedictine community and their ethos in terms of stewardship. Um, uh, in Kylemore Abbey. So just to give you a few examples, over the last couple of years, we've totally eradicated the use of plastic bottles on the estate, and that's a reduction of 79,000 bottles per annum. Um, we have um, a, a very major winter, uh, winter-based winter uh, program of the removal of invasive species, particularly uh, rhododendron, and that is to enable our um, historic oak woodlands to thrive and to flourish once more. Uh, we have a major tree planting program which happens annually and we, we're looking at planting a thousand trees over the next five years. 
Um, and very importantly for us, we have um, embarked on a partnership with the University of Galway um, where they conduct a, no, a, a large amount of the field studies for their environmental programs on the estate in Kylemore and are enabling us to kind of put together a, a biodiversity management program which we will use into the future. And um, very interesting little projects they do there. For instance, they... Um, they're they're counting the, the the amount of flora and fauna using infrared cameras, using ink, so on and so forth, to find out our hedgehog population, our bat population, our deer population, um, and the types of unique flora and fauna that we have in Kyle Moore, um, and 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 why that is important uh, in terms of the ecology in Connemara. I'll go back to the biofuel again because where did that actually come from? The the, the move towards it, or where did you hear about it? Or how did it come about? <laughs> it's an interesting story, actually. As they say in Galway, an awful lot starts at the Galway races. So um, we were at the Galway races last year, and uh, we were sitting at a table beside uh, the Sweeney Oil table, um, and uh, a few of us um, knew a few people at that table and had a bit of a conversation, had a bit of a chat, um, and it turned out that they were actually. Um, making available HVO, hydrogenated vegetable oil, uh, to the Galway market. So that started a conversation. We followed up uh, that conversation with a series of emails and, and calls. Um, I'd be very, um, I'd be very, very friendly with the owner of Sweeney Oil, John Sweeney. So we started those conversations to see um, whether there was an opportunity there for us. We trialled it out in the first instance with one of our buses to see, you know, would it work? Did it make it? Did it make any negative impact? And and the the results were fantastic. Um, and then we just agreed to proceed. Um, first of all, with our buses, and then looking at uh, the neo gothic church. Um, and I think we're delighted as well to be able to be in partnership with another successful Connemara business in terms of Sweeney Oil um, and doing something that may not be the, the first thing you'd think about when, you're, when you think about fueling old buses or you think about fuel, uh, heat, heating old buildings um, to, because we, we take great pride in being innovative and enterprising in Kylemore. So the opportunity to work with a local partner to do something good um, not only for the environment, but also to model model that that example uh, to the half a million visitors that come to Kylemore. We thought it was a fantastic opportunity, and we're delighted with our partnership with Sweeney Oil. I know sometimes there can be problems with the electricity grid in terms of recent storm activity. Was that a factor in you moving towards the biofuel option to both uh, power your fleet and the church? Yeah, well, not necessarily. I mean, um, we uh, the. Despite the fact that we were right in the, uh, we, we we bore a huge amount of the brunt of the recent storms. Um, the the major impact was the knocking down of dozens and dozens of trees across the estate. Electricity kind of flickered on and off, but it wasn't a huge issue. But we would um, we would in the long term like to be in a position where we were we're we're more um, reliant or dependent on the generation of electricity on site through the use of so, solar um, ground mounted solar units or small solar farms. Unfortunately, planning can be very, very difficult for that, um, which is a bit of a conundrum because you're trying to go green and trying to go sustainable, um, but actually the kind of considerations around the environment for planning are kind of a, a yin and a yang to that. But eventually we'll get there. Um, but uh, so, so, so in terms of the electric grid, that's not really an issue, but we, as I said, we do hope to probably be, become a bit more self-sufficient in terms of electricity into the future. And do you, finally, do you have any advice for anyone considering uh, using biofuel in their business or in their home indeed as well? Yeah, so I mean, I know every business um, watches the bottom line and costs are always very, very imperative. But I will say that um, there's, uh, despite the fact you might you may have a small little bit of an uplift in the initial cost, and I do expect costs to go down as this becomes a, bit, a lot more popular into the future, um, 
it is important to make a first step and it's not a, it's not a huge extra expense i'm sure there's efficiencies that can be driven elsewhere to enable it but if you do something like that it becomes a bit of a a, a bit of a milestone or a bit of a landmark for an organization and something very very tangible that everybody within the organization can kind of grab onto and and actually see that you're taking seriously the idea of sustainability and and environmental protection so i would really encourage it um it's great that there's a, a, a local business that's able to provide such a solution so i i think it's all good and it's as i said it's a transition towards what will be ultimately um other other solutions in 5 10 15 20 years time Connor Coyne the CEO of Kyle Morabi thank you for joining us on Irish Protect thanks very much and that is all from this week's edition of Irish Protect join us next Thursday at half past 11 for more environmental programming Irish to Protect brought to you by Galway Bay FM the IBI and funded by Commission Naman with the television license fee check out irishtoprotect.ie for more info No, very good morning to you. Don't forget, we're coming to you from Lean Ann tomorrow morning. We'll be there from 9 o'clock onwards. Now that we've got a very talented young performer indeed uh, sitting opposite me today, Chris uh, Cresham joins me. And he's going to be live with his band and all of that on Saturday the 24th in uh, Garbo's in Castlebar. But he's going to um, perform for us uh, today, Pretty Girls, in your own time. Then we'll have a chat with you, Chris. Perfect. It's so hard to find the right one You just do the nights, just do the home I start hard to find the wrong ones You're not allowed to but love is no home Where are all the pretty girls when I fall in love is what I see The only thing that matters to me Forget about the pretty girls, it's not the only beauty Can I fall in love with someone I don't see, someone I don't see Oh, I would like to restart Raise my mind and love you for who you are just tell me why do I not love the way you have the biggest heart? Where are all the pretty girls when I fall in love is what I see. The only thing that matters to me. Forget about the pretty girls, it's not the only beauty. Can I fall in love with someone I don't see? Someone I don't see Someone I don't see Where are all the pretty girls When I fall in love is what I see The only thing that matters to me It's not the only beauty Can I fall in love with someone I don't see Someone I don't see
Christian, good morning. You make that look so easy and you're so talented. Well done to you. Thanks a million. Well, Thanks so much. You're, you're a native of Mayo, so you are. I am, yeah. That's okay. We've, we we adopt you. We forgive you. So <laughs> you forgive me. Where, where did you, when did you find out that you had such a talent? Um, it would have been during school time. Um, I suppose fourth year in TY at a lot of time, um, I, I, I auditioned for uh, my musical in school and uh, expected nothing of it, like, and ended up getting the lead in it. And Jesus, wow. it surprised wow. me just as much as it surprised <laughs> everyone, I think. <laughs> you know? Obviously, the talent was in it. Would there have been music in the, in the family home? No, not, not really, to be honest, no. I mean, uh, man would be big into the music, blasting it in the car and all that, but other than that, not really, no. So going to school, she was putting the music into your thought process. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. a lot of Queen, I suppose, and Whitney Houston, and you know. And then, how would you describe your music? I mean, that's a beautiful piece, uh, Pretty Girls. A beautiful piece. Okay. And we have we have another one that's uh, coming the way that you're going to be launching later on today. So you are, uh, and yeah. we'll play that in a few minutes' time. But where do you? How do you start something like that? Um, I suppose I've been writing now the last few years and taking inspiration from a lot of, I suppose. Irish folk as well, bit of everything, like a bit of a, a bit of bit of pop as well, I suppose, um, and just just been writing constantly. Just I suppose uh, meeting a few pretty girls, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> you did find one. You did find one, though, didn't you? you <laughs> I did. suppose I did. Yeah. You had to come into my parish though to find one. So you did. You know that's what you have to do. I'm telling you. <laughs> Email lads come into our parish and, and then you but then anyway, you met a lovely girl and uh, so you have yeah. the pretty girl so you have that's it. Talk to me though about um you have a major gig so you have coming up in Castlebar on the twenty uh, fourth of Feb uh, coming up and this is your headline gig so it is. Yeah, it's it's my first ever headline gig now that I'm doing where I'm I'm actually doing a lot of my own original music. Majority of the set will be original music, which is is great and there's gonna be a full band joining me. Um recently now I've I've uh, been rehearsing with a band up in Dublin and they've really brought all the songs to life like obviously um when i'm releasing them on spotify there's a lot of production in them and i've been recording all my music down in limerick um with an incredible producer down there he's been he's he's been brilliant but uh yeah no the the gig is it's I, i'm gonna have two brilliant support acts as well on the night uh ashleen murphy um she's gonna be or sorry malarkey sorry ashley malarkey she's uh she's one of the murphy's though yeah, <laughs> you'd, you'd easily get them mixed up. <laughs> you would, wouldn't um, you? And Seamus Harty, he's another man. He's he's brilliant as well. Two brilliant mm-hmm. up and coming um, artists. And where can so yeah, that's on Saturday weekend, the twenty fourth. Where can people get tickets for it? Um, on Eventbrite, you can get them online uh, on Eventbrite. If you just look up uh, Chris Cresham, it, it should come up the gig, which is great. Or if you look me up on Instagram or anything like that, or Facebook, mm-hmm. I have a, a link to them. And uh, yeah, and are you full time at music now, Chris? Uh, well, I'm in college as well, so balancing the two. I'm in my final year now at the moment. Um, and what are you studying? I'm doing uh, applied psychology. Oh, so it's I suppose a nice, nice, yeah. nice balance between the two. You know, applied for the old songwriting. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, Do you know, good for the head. And will you, so when you come out of that, then when you go into music full time, I think so. Yeah, to be honest, um, I'm finished. I'm finished up now in April, which is great. So I'll have a lot of free time to be able to, I suppose, release more music and hopefully now with this this uh, this gig it'll be, you know, the start of... But the world is your oyster. <laughs> That's it, absolutely, yeah. You can travel, once you can once you can perform, you can travel. That's it, absolutely, yeah, and that's that's the hope as well. Hopefully I'll be able to travel a bit. I'm going to go to Canada in the summer as well. 
doing a bit of music out there as well, potentially. So have you told the folks at home and indeed the, the, your, your wonderful um, girlfriend behind you, have you told them <laughs> that, you're, that you're going into music full-time, that you're going to Canada and you're going travelling? <laughs> well, actually, yeah, she's she's half Canadian herself, so it, her, her mother's Canadian, so... Get away. Yeah. So, you, so, so she's going to come has, with me. She has citizenship. Yeah. So she can have you expelled. <laughs> Just like that. Works out. Yeah. Works out well for me. Interesting, interesting. Yeah. So you're going to do all those uh, nice things then from there. That's it, yeah, absolutely. And I'll be up in Galway, but actually now I've, I've, uh, I'm supporting... Um, uh, simple things they're called they're playing the in Monroe's wow. the 31st of March Wow! and they've just offered me a sport sport wow. X lot so and have you done much in Monroe's it's a great it's a great Do location you know, yeah it, I've heard a lot about it I've never actually been in it to be honest have you not no so it'll be a first for me it'll be yeah, no good experience absolutely and the acoustics are just tremendous I yeah. can actually see you doing extremely well in there oh thanks William thanks so much the, aco- the acoustics are just amazing through there and who yeah. would you look to for um, I'm, I'm talking so I'm to Chris Cresham um, but who are you? Who do you look to for inspiration then from music? Um, suppose good mixture of stuff, really. Like, jeez, uh, I've gone blank here now. I'm trying to think. I suppose a bit of Dermot Kennedy, um, Keen Ducrow, a few Irish uh, Irish artists there, um, a few girls as well. I suppose Luz Corrigan, uh, she's another Irish uh, mm. artist. David Keenan as well. He's a good one. He's a good Irish artist as well. Good on you. Um, the new album? Yeah, so at, at the moment I'm planning an, an album release. Um, I've been saying this now for a while, but I suppose I'm, at the moment I'm focusing on releasing singles as they come. And, you know, t- tonight now this is another another song that's coming from the album. I've uh, I have them, I've basically the album fully finished, but it's just about focusing on, you know, promoting one at a time. And is it doing well on Spotify for you? Good so far, yeah. Uh, recently, I got twenty-one thousand money listeners there. It's dropping off a little bit lately, but um, I suppose now the new song coming out now will be good. I've got a good bit of good 20, few streams on it though. Twenty-one thousand is uh, that's a fair amount of. Yeah, it's nice overall. Now I've got uh, ninety thousand on uh, like total, you know, on all the original music I've done. Wow, wow. Are you happy with it? You must be delighted because they seem very stable kind of guys. So you do. Yeah, definitely. Well, you know, try and keep humble and. Keep me feet on the ground as well, you know, and uh, I, I suppose I'd be grateful col- for everything. I'd say that my column woman now will keep your feet very much on the ground. That's for sure, yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. yeah. She'll staple you to the ground very quickly, <laughs> so she That's will. It. And talk to me, you, you are on, you're independent though, you're not with any label at this stage, No, you? no, I'm not. Will uh, you remain independent? For now, anyways, if, if an opportunity comes, you know, you never know. Yeah. But uh, I suppose, hopefully now with the a few more tunes coming now and the album dropping maybe. And is it going to be difficult going into to Mayo itself into Castlebar itself on the 24th will you be nervous? I will be do you know because uh, I suppose I've never played with a band before we've been rehearsing non-stop I, I, that's why I'm not sounding the best to the, this morning now. You I've sound been, wonderful don't worry about that <laughs> been roaring the last few days rehearsing but yeah I will be the nerves will be there definitely I'd say I'm used to playing live though just by myself a lot so you know, but you wouldn't mind a big audience there. Now, what's the capacity yeah. on the night, did you say? Uh, 140 on the night. So. Tickets are selling well, yeah. Yeah, so far, so good. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, Hopefully now we'll, we'll get it nearly sold out, hopefully. And somebody just sent me a, a, a note there. Uh, Ionapa in Cyprus, have you? Yeah, yeah I was I, actually, yeah, I was in Ionapa there recently. Um, or Perform- sorry, it was, it was Perform- two summers ago. Performing? Yeah, I was performing out there, so it was it was a great way, I suppose, to get rid of the nerves a lot for me, performing live by myself, but... 
I suppose this is going to be a new chapter now. This this headline gig, it's going to be, mm-hmm. you know, with the band, it's, it's a little bit more daunting. And if the world, which the world is your oyster, where, where would you like to see yourself in five years' time? Um, geez, hopefully, I suppose... I suppose selling out shows, selling out, you know, yeah. arenas, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, I have high expectations, but I suppose, do you know, one step at a time. Yeah, which, you know? which is very important, so it is just... Yeah, so. hopefully I can make a career. So, the, you, I think you will, to be honest, because you have your oozing confidence and you're Thanks talented. Thanks and so much. Confidence and talent, that. when they when they come together and collide, it's good. Talk to me about the song that we're about to um, play in a few minutes' time. Yeah. Give, give me the, the story behind the song that's been released tonight and this the storyline. Yeah, it, um, so I wrote it a good while ago now, but um, I suppose it's kind of a, a breakup song. It's, it's, it's a sad song. Um, I suppose it's about reflecting not not only on breakup, but on, on, on lots of different things. It's it's reflecting on, on people that leave your life and I suppose looking for another chance. And uh, I suppose like even lines in it, like I have a line... Uh, you said you won't wait for me, but I still wait for you. Kind of, you know, mm-hmm. reflecting on, you know, friendships, relationships, uh, family members, things like that. You know, it's all kind of, It's I tied in, I suppose, uh, there's a deep message in the song, yeah, definitely. But uh, I think this is my best song so far. So it's exciting to drop it. But whether it's deeper, it's your, it's your song. Yeah. Yeah, it's fully, song, you know, it's, it's great in the way it's it's nice that it's me own song completely, do you know? Yeah, but when, when you listen back to it, when you listen back to it now here as we play it for the first time on the radio, uh, when you listen back to it, um, you you will know an awful lot more about the song than I will, or John <laughs> will, because you wrote it, you know what each word means to yeah. you. But that's the great thing about music, how people can take it, you know, in any way. Yeah. That's that's the hope anyways, I hope that someone could take away, you know, their own meaning from it, hopefully. Yeah. Which is very important. Yeah, definitely. Coming back though, Chris Cresham is going to be. Um, so I have a friend who's called Chris Crehan. So I'm I'm no struggling way. with Cresham. <laughs> so I am. Yeah, he's a long-term friend indeed. Uh, but Chris Cresham indeed is um, w- w- live with his band Seamus Harty and Ashley Malarkey. Again, two talented people in Garbos. Do I pronounce that right? Yeah, Garbos. Yeah, Garbos. And uh, so, at what time do you start on the twenty-fourth of Feb? Uh, Seven p.m. Um, it's, it's so the doors will the doors will open at seven pm. The first act will be on. I'd say before eight o'clock. Uh, Ashley Malarkey, she's a wonderful, wonderful musician. Listen, we're going to let you play us out on this one. Uh, but uh, Chris, good luck to you. Keep in contact and pop you in any time. Thanks and, so much. Uh, Thanks keep up the me. good work and keep up supporting Super Value, my Colin and Clunabinia area <laughs> and all that. And uh, stay stay supporting them. But this is Chris Cresham, and back to you. And this has been released uh, tonight. Uh, we'll be back shortly. We'll tell you about tomorrow's programme. But this is Chris Cresham and back to you. Am I holding on to pieces that are gone? Whenever I'm moving on, I'm faced with what I've done.
Chris Christian and that is called uh, Back to You. Further details can be had from Garbus in um, Castlebar or you can go to Eventbrite as well and get the tickets. Taking place Saturday 24th of February. What a talented, what talented young man and a great career ahead of him. That is it for today. We're on the road again tomorrow. Tomorrow we're in Leenan so we are we're looking for some good weather. So put out the child of pride please for us uh, tonight. Thank you to all involved in today's programme, to all of our guests and otherwise. John Morley produced. Siobhan took your comments. Don't forget that yoga event is on tonight in the Westside Resource Centre. It's free of charge and if you want to go along, you can do so. Yeah, get there about quarter to seven, ten to seven. Park responsibly uh, right beside the church there, but just park responsibly in and around that area. I'll be joining you live from Leeman tomorrow. We have a cracking programme, lovely people, and uh, that tomorrow between nine o'clock and twelve midday. From you, Sue, to Keith Finnegan, and all the crew, have a good and a safe Thursday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.